Enjoyment puts wind in our fitness sails, but how can you create more of it? More on that coming up next. Welcome to Happily Ever Active, where we crack the consistency code with fitness tips on motivation, mindset, and much, much more. Now, here's your host, author of Feel Like It, and the guy with the silent O, Kelly Dell. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Happily Ever Active, and welcome to 2020, although it's the middle of January, so probably a bit late to wish anyone a happy new year by now, but is it too early to ask how your fitness resolutions are going? And it might sound crazy, but resolutions are already being broken just two weeks in. We're entering into reality check time. Of course, there are several reasons why fitness resolutions are hard to keep. But at the heart of most fitness-related breakups is a lack of motivation. More specifically, it's a lack of enjoyment. And enjoyment really greases the machine, the sustainability machine. A fitness endeavor bereft of enjoyment is doomed to fail, no matter how strong your willpower is. With this in mind, and given the time of year... I've donated this episode to talking about a nine-step process for how to enjoy exercise more this year in 2020. And there might be a surprise or two on this list. So let's start off with step number one, which is to go goalless, at least for now. I've said it before, but if goal setting was the key to an active lifestyle, with all the nice benefits that come with it, We'd all have cracked the code by now because everybody sets goals, even people who struggle. Now, I don't think goals are terrible outright. They can give direction and they can definitely inject meaning into the process. But setting goals right out of the gate too often becomes a distraction from building a resonating process. And it's hard to have a reliably enjoyable process if you don't engineer it, which is sort of the point of this list to start with. Step two, say no to the no pain, no gain mindset. This has been debunked a million times over. You don't have to give 110% and abuse your body to get the benefits. In fact, as my interview with Dr. Jason Brooks recently covered, recovery is a vital part of not only keeping your body healthy, but staying motivated and avoiding burnout. Beyond that, Constantly pushing the intensity beyond an enjoyable level might actually be creating something we want to avoid at all costs, which is an aversion to exercise. There's nothing to be gained by that. Step three, know your type. There's dozens upon dozens of exercise options available to us. And as I talked about last episode, if the gym hasn't really been working for you or hasn't worked for you well in the past, Don't blame yourself. Think about changing the game entirely. That starts with knowing what kind of fitness experience you're going after. What kind of experience are you more likely or most likely to enjoy? And to use a dating analogy here, what's your type? You could explore that question in detail in my book, Feel Like It, but it really comes down to replacing the most popular fitness question of all time, what's my goal? with how do I want exercise to feel? Step four, try new things. When you think about it, how can you ever feel what you never touch? And when you think about it further, we put more time into shopping for fitness clothes than we do going out and shopping all of our fitness options, exploring those options. 
So in 2020, play the field better. Start with a list of things that you've always been curious about and plan to check them out. Step five, think about atmosphere. As you try new things, as you explore your options, pay attention to the atmospheres you're exploring, not just the activities, the environments we exercise in, the people we include in the process. These things all have a big impact on enjoyment. In fact, you might find, for example, the Stairmaster in the gym to be quite painstaking, and you might even grow to hate it. But do you hate it because of the walking and the climbing or the atmosphere or just the fact that you're working on a machine? What about hiking outside, changing the atmosphere, going from indoors to outdoors, getting off the machine into a more natural setting? That can be a massive injection of enjoyment. The same goes for running, running on a treadmill versus running outside. There's a lot of ways, a lot of different atmospheres in which you can run. If you find an activity you like, and find or create a likable atmosphere for it, you're in great shape. Step six, bust up binary thinking. Binary thinking happens when you turn the decision to exercise into an all or nothing scenario. That is, you you think, if I'm not running today, I'm doing nothing. If I'm not going to CrossFit, I'm doing nothing. Even if you found an enjoyable activity and by and large, you're motivated to do it, there'll still be days where you just don't feel like it. That's fine. Don't beat yourself up over that. Instead of dragging yourself to do it, have other options. And usually, this means having an option or two of lower intensity because it's common to not feel like exercising at a high intensity, especially if we're tired or we're stressed. We're not always up for super hard work. So if you don't feel like that Monday night hit class, What about a bike ride if you like that? Or at a lower intensity, a nice walk. Look into your bucket to see what grabs you. Don't give up on exercising entirely. Make an adjustment. That's how you break up binary thinking. Step seven, manage intensity better. This is really about exercising as you do it in the middle of the action. I like to say that if you create quality, you'll crave quantity. Keep creating quality, enjoyable workouts, and you'll start craving more. You'll build attraction and avoid aversion. This means in the middle of the action, in the middle of a class, in the middle of a run, in the middle of a ride, pumping the brakes a little can help you, can be a super helpful thing, especially if you feel like you're going too hard. If the sensation becomes overwhelming, your ego will fight this, but do it anyway. Step eight. Monitor what matters. When I get asked about what I think about fitness trackers, I usually say they can be helpful as long as the numbers are tethered to activities you like. No gadget can replace the power of enjoyment. Fitness trackers don't necessarily measure enjoyment. So my question to you when it comes to enjoyment, how are you monitoring this very important piece? Tracking is a terrific strategy, even if it's in low-tech handwritten form, but what you choose to monitor is most important. Step nine, go for goals. This is where goals come in. When I evaluate the research on motivation and goal setting, and I apply it to building fitness plans, goals are really the last part of the process. Does this mean that you need to wait a year to set them? 
Definitely not. It might be just a few weeks, but consider setting them after you audit your tracking plan, your intensity management abilities, and the other items on this list that I've just been talking about. The process-related things. Dipping back to step eight for a second, enjoyment always matters. So set goals for that. How many enjoyable workouts can you have this week in a month? How many enjoyable runs can you have in a month? We're often tracking, for example, with running, distance. What about enjoyment? You might also set a process goal like how many times you exercise each month or each week. And if there's a performance goal like increasing speed or strength and whatnot, add that too. But if you place the power over how you feel about yourself into the hands of a number, you can definitely face some massive motivational issues down the line. Take care of the process, build and protect enjoyment, and you'll find that you'll stay motivated through the peaks and valleys of goal failure. And in the end, the exercise experience really matters. Enjoyment really, really matters. It massively increases the sustainability of your routine. So don't just cross your fingers and hope it will happen. Take control over it. And it's not that difficult if you prioritize a few things. And hopefully thinking through these nine steps in this show today can get you started. And with that, if you haven't already, take a moment and subscribe to the show or follow me on social media. Next week, it's all about the power of play with my guest, Dale Sidebottom of Energetic Education. So stay tuned for that interview. I wish you a week ahead of motivating movement. And of course, until next time, here's to living happily ever active. This episode of Happily Ever Active has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more content on the mental side of fitness. Oh, and don't forget to rate and review the show. See you next time.